Hello, 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 and welcome back uh, to the Move Pro Recovery podcast, uh, number two for the year. I hope you all checked out the first one. If not, make sure you do go back and listen to it. Um, as many of you will be new to the podcast, it is basically just a weekly update, talking through different topics, giving different tips, updates on all things uh, Move and all things Pro Recovery. I have Josh with me today. Good afternoon, everybody. You didn't know what to say then, did you? No, you couldn't answer that. That's all good. <laughs> so, as always, we'll run through a couple of updates and then we will get into a High Rocks debrief. As uh, many of you did, our clients did, Josh, I and Elliot also did High Rocks on Saturday. I did it with uh, one of my good friends, Pete, who owns a gym locally to us. Um, and it actually went pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, it's been an amazing day. Yeah, amazing day. Good to see so many clients there. Um, yeah, a bit, of a bit of a nightmare with how spread apart everyone was in terms of staying around, but uh, we made it work and yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good day. Absolutely. And I uh, had a few, a little upset stomach afterwards, I'd say. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. So that's why I shot off afterwards. But like, just probably to give a shout out to the, the clients that did do it. So we had Dave, Jamie, Cheryl, Jazz, Mike, Sean, Tommy, Lydia, who is also working for us as a, a masseuse, and Ben. And all those people, like many of you listening to this, have sort of gone through our pro recovery and performance pathway and overcome different problems um, to, to get back to pushing their performance and I think it was a really nice sort of line in the sand to, to show how far everybody is coming and everybody has come and if you're not in that situation at the moment I think it's there to sort of highlight to you and give you a little bit of hope that all of these things are possible. I think Dave sort of summed it up quite nicely when he comes to me when he, when he finished they said it, it feels today like I've come full circle like he, he summed it up as in that I've not competed the first time I've competed in a number of years and he sort of rounded it off that full rehab cycle for him and I think that it's a, it a great thing to see from a clinic perspective and I think um, we'll probably see more and more people definitely, um, yeah. make that journey definitely we've already had a number of you already reach out to us and say oh like, I didn't realise you were doing it or when's the next thing and we'll be keeping you up to date I think we're going to try and do a turf games obviously we're, we're heavily involved with athletes and we'll have a number of different teams and people going down to do those events. So it's something that we're going to make a, a real effort with this year. Um, and it does sort of just epitomise our ethos and our philosophy of actually, right, we're not just getting people pain-free, but we're, we're achieving things off the back of that and really pushing performance. Um, so, yeah, big well done. So just moving into a little bit of a reminder from last week. As of this week on Sunday, we will be um, looking for you and get, putting a, a decent degree of accountability on you to put in your weekly wins. Um, so essentially, it will be what has been the wins this week, um, what has what needs to improve or what will improve next week, and then a completion rate. So remind you on the completion rate, let's say you have five sessions in the week and you complete four, it'll be 8%. All of you do different amounts of sessions in the week. So a percentage is an easier way of reflecting where we're at. And what we're going to do in February is we're going to run a competition. Uh, we have done this previously and it went pretty well. Uh, we're going to run a adherence or compliance rate. We can see everybody's 30-day compliance rates on True Coach, And we will have a prize for the winner. I might even stretch out to, to the top three. but um, So this, this all comes down to, right, how many sessions you complete in the week, but also then how much uh, how many things you're taking off in each individual session. 
if we have a number of people on 100%, we'll deep dive a little bit more in terms of who is engaging the most in submitting the videos that are required uh, and giving us feedback and bits and pieces like that. So there will be a nice uh, prize at the end of the month for the winner. A number of you have also reached out about the client day. So we are going to be opening up HQ doors. Um, the numbers will be limited. We're just confirming how many numbers. But for a date for your diaries, it will be Saturday, March the 23rd. Um, it will be from about 10, 10.30 onwards. There will be a piece of education. There will be an opportunity for testing. And then there will be a team workout. Um, and we will, of course, uh, grab some food afterwards, break bread together, and really start sort of building that community element of, of what we're looking to, to build out this year, which is, is really exciting. So um, make sure you add that to your diary. So, hi, Rock's debrief. Mm. How do you recover? Because I, I know how, I know, yeah, Josh has been a bit unwell afterwards, so maybe he didn't, he didn't optimize his recovery. I some of his social, social choices afterwards. Yeah, don't, don't go out drinking an hour after to the early hours and then don't have a wedding the next day. I think my immune system quite quickly let me know on Monday evening that uh, it wasn't going to be playing ball for the next few days. So yeah, I've been, I've been not great for the last few days, but starting to feel a bit normal towards the end of the week, and then I've got my dad's six years this week, and just to top it off, you'll get there. You'll indeed, off. mate, indeed. But yeah, we, all, we all remember our first high rock. <laughs> um, no, but like from from my perspective, and, and I think this is quite a key message for people that are listening to this. Like, I was really sore um, for a couple of days afterwards, like hips, lower back, adductors, um, calves, and things like that. And I, I think it's. For me, a thing to highlight there is like that soreness is normal. Like I've pushed myself maximally and had the soreness off the back of it. And I know from speaking to a number of people within our uh, community and you guys that it's very easy to think that that's a negative effect and that you are in pain because of the the thing that you've done but actually if you push yourself maximally your body is going to be stressed to a level where it has to recover and it has to create inflammation to rebuild the things that have been broken down and i think like that's a a really important message and i know a number of us in the team are having those discussions this week with our clients i think like just think about cpd on monday we did cpd um and i was the i was the model from a movement perspective on the beds and it was atrocious, yeah. like so painful. Everything sort of like a right hip problem that has troubled me previously. My left hand side felt really tight. Like everything felt really, um, really difficult in terms of range of movement. Um, I've not done anything. I've, I've actually felt horrific for the last three days, and it's all gone by Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I've put, I've started moving a lot more, um, and moving around the last couple of days, uh, which has helped. But I think it's just part and parcel of pushing your body that hard. You've got to do the right things, and that again, that would probably happen to be on Wednesday, feeling better instead of Friday, and put those things in place. But um, pushing your body maximally, you're going to feel these niggles. You're going to feel sort of like maybe a few old things creep up. But you know, your body does what it does best as long as you give it what it needs in those sort of 48 to 72 hours after. Yeah, definitely. So I think like what would be really good for us to do is run through our experiences of high rocks and maybe give sort of two or three actionable tips to people who are going to train for high rocks in the future. Obviously, we lead a lot of the programming, but uh, even on the day, some of the tips that that people maybe wouldn't consider and, and that are in our immediate reflection. 
Yeah, I think I probably start sort of like from a, a lead up perspective. So me and Elliot did probably a twelve week block of training leading up to Athex at the start of December, which was pretty intense from a conditioning perspective and also a strength perspective, where we were squatting twice a week, one from a volume point of view and one more strength-based, one more power-based. Um, and sort of after that, sort of, well, we performed pretty well at Athex. After then, I sort of had a couple of weeks of downtime. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I didn't do anything really specific until High Rocks. I kept my conditioning bits up a couple of times a week, did a couple of simulations, kept running. Um, uh, probably just a couple of times a week, like in between, I did one 5k with a run club and a 10k to keep myself ticking over because I knew that was going to be my strongest point the running. I didn't really need to push that hard. Um, but I think all my work was done in the athletics training, like being probably the strongest I've ever been. I think yeah. strongest I've ever been, but then also knowing that like my running doesn't didn't need that much tweaking. Um, because I think that you can probably get strung up too much on thinking I need to do loads of like high rock simulation yeah, specific stuff work. like four times a week. I think the basics of training and if you do the basics really well, will make you perform definitely really well at high rocks. I think that me the biggest thing for me was like I say the sled for example. Like I think a year ago I'd have struggled with that sled. I think with the training I've done with Elliot, me and Elliot did together for Athex meant that this is my strength base. Um, made a lot of those movements fairly, yeah, not easy, but a lot more tolerable. I think, like, and as well, considering where you are, your history is in like aerobics and aerobic based endurance based sports. So, like, the running, which is the large proportion of a high rocks competition, actually comes quite easy to you. And that probably, if if, if Elliot was sat here, he would say he'd probably struggle to keep up with you on the running, just because he hasn't got that base. And I know, like, from my perspective. Pete is aerobically a lot fitter than I am. Like he will run faster in a 5K and a half marathon, but I'm a lot stronger than he is. And there's a weight differential and, and things like that to consider in it. But like for, for context, his average heart rate was 152 beats per minute for the race. Like mine was 176. Yeah, yeah. So like he's able to tolerate all that work and push again on each section and recover quicker because he has that better aerobic base. And I know for me, moving forward, I just that that I need to develop running as a skill first and foremost, and then that aerobic base based off that, and just maintain a level of strength. Because each section, other than the burpees, like I found very comfortable. Yeah. But then it was the ability to get back into the run and run at a decent enough pace off the back of that. That's, that's so right. I think that's that's the bit what I found fairly easy because I finished every station so like I rode the ski I was finished last but like I'd recovered within 200 meters and I'd run like and I was into my into my stride and it's like it probably crossed over into everything doesn't it it's not just high rocks it's like we bang on about having that real bit base is that it's pretty much the foundation for motion to recover within a session in between a session yeah, it's just that the power to recover and I think that it probably um yeah set me up quite nicely for that, that, that running aspect but I think sort of like on the day I think on the day it's just the atmosphere is so so good, isn't it? Like yeah. I didn't expect it to be that good. Like again, the event was better run than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that. Thing. I think it's a massive worldwide event. Athletics, I think was like how amazing athletics was run and the way it's put on. It was like oh, Hyrox isn't as good, and but I think it definitely it, is. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it how it was really really well run. I think that even though like when you walk in, there were so many people. Like it was so efficient. You know, it felt really busy on the stations. Um, so it was like a really enjoyable event, felt well organised, um, and it's good to go and soak things up. Um, like I probably spent too much time there just because we were so late. Um, 
Well, it's good to go and just go and enjoy yeah. it. You know I mean, I think the so called beats different people, see different athletes. I think it's amazing to see, you know, such a variety of athletes. I don't think I've ever appreciated well. or viewed fitness quite through as much of a, a community aspect as I did on that day. Like when you like you literally had someone like myself who is like a, a moderate level athlete, and then you've got Hunter McIntyre, the fastest person in the world at um at, at High Rocks, and then someone that's gonna finish it in two hours. And you're all on the course at the same time. Like I think there's something very unique about that. Yeah. Like and it, it's almost not about like the time that you actually get. And of course, everyone always wants to better the time and do as best as possible. But it just shows that it almost is for everyone, and it's it's a very accepting environment. It's quite nice that you're not racing that person in front of you. Like, yeah. like from an individual, like I do a lot of individual like sort of sports and have that background. It's quite nice not to be chasing that person down yeah. in front of you. Yeah, you don't know who they are. You don't know who they yeah. are. They're definitely probably not part of like your race. Yeah, your race, no, hundred percent. It makes you concentrate on your own, doing your own thing. Um, but like I say, I think the the aerobic. They're basically the main thing. I think, like you say, soaking up on the day. Um, other things on race day, the I think, experiences. I think for me, the way that I would quickly knock off probably two to three minutes is having the ability to come off the station and be able to run straight away. Yeah. Like, uh, in, I, I almost think there was an element of like mindset around that as well because I didn't, it was the first one I'd ever done. I didn't know what was to come. And how tired I would feel because of that cumulative effect of each station and the more the the extra running that I was doing. But so we would walk off a lot of the stations, and some of the exits were on the other side to the actual exit. And there's probably two or three minutes just in being able to just trot yeah. and then find your legs and find your lungs as you as you're moving. Gotta get going, like especially after like especially like walking lunge thing. You've got to you've got to keep moving. Probably get into a light jump yeah. quickly. It's number one time efficient, but also good for you in terms of recovery yeah um and like i say there's first like you listen to the pros don't they and they say they'll kill you on those first four stations yeah but i think for everybody else like you've just got to get through those first four stations and you keep moving the sled push really caught me yeah like that's quite my heart rate more than i thought it would be because I, I thought right i'm strong so this would be easy yeah. but actually i was like like it, it it spikes me up and then i struggle to get my legs back for probably like 500 meters after that it's hard, isn't it? And yeah. I think Elliot kept saying to me as well when I was going around is, well, before actually when we're in the pen, he was like, just keep moving. When, yeah. when you just watch people, when they sort of slow the times down, it's because having to take rest, like just keep moving at all times. Yeah. Like what pace like you're going to get a good time if you just keep if you just keep moving. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I think the other thing I said so like aerobic base sort of running. Um, I think communication, like I know you laughed a little bit, like communication wise, because when you're getting fatigued, sort of like sort of five, six, seven like stations in, yeah, like it's I think you can't, you're like, can't you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know it says on the screen, but I think when you're running at a faster pace, say if you're running at like six and below, you can probably read that screen. But like as soon as I think you're sort of like five and below, it's very hard because it's like pacing through. Yeah. It's hard to see what lap you're on. So like I think communicating number one, how you both feel. And then the person who's feeling more tired, they dictate the pace because that's what we had to do in sort of the last three is like Elliot dictate that pace a little bit more. But also like, on that, it's probably like dictate, like you can go in there with a plan. Mm. Like we had a plan from the row for us to go 500, 500. Yeah. And I was going to jump on first and then that would give me like that minute to a minute and a half worth of rest before going. Yeah. But I, I was that fatigued that needed to, to buy back a little bit of time. And actually... 
Pete jumped on, did 250, I did my 500, and then Pete did his last 250, and it worked really well, but that wasn't the plan. Yeah. And it is just like being able, having the ability to, and the composure in a way. Composure. Yeah. And composure is the word in it, like to communicate and be composed. And exactly the same, like I ended up just switching out water bottles, ended up switching out farmers carry. Um, sorry, that that is a very irritating dog that I've had to bring to work with today. Um, yeah, so we yeah we, we ended up communication and composure. Like your you, your game plan is a game plan. Yeah. Um, like in any race, you've got to be you've got to be able to deal with um any changes within race. 100%. That's a skill in itself, and that comes with experience. Like I know from my first high rocks that how I'll deal with different situations moving forwards if they present themselves. Whether that's like fatigue, whether that's I don't know, slowing down between stations, whatever that may present itself as, is that, you know, it's it's all a learning curve. The more you do, the better you become at dealing with those situations. And it's like as well, like say you have a plan to jump on the, the rower and row at 150, but actually you don't feel that like that's quite there on that day. For you to go at 155, like the difference yeah. in those 10 seconds compared to what that's going to cost you in the run, at pace of your run, which yeah. is the bulk of the work, isn't worth it. So actually just backing off as you need to and then being able to run at a consistent speed that you want to run at. Yeah. So it's, it's, the, it's the run which like gives you time, isn't it? Makes it gives you, gives you a better time. I think it was Hunter McIntyre uh, on Ollie Marchand's podcast said like you need to equate it to your ability on a half marathon. Yeah. Um, because of the, the amount of running volume that there is within it. Um, and then sort of been specific off the back of that. Right. Well, hope you all found that interesting. Um, I'm sure there is a lot more tips and tricks and, and whatnot that we can discuss with you individually. And if you do have any of your own, please do stick them into the group. Last but not least, we'll just quickly highlight three really important wins within the community. As always, um, if you aren't mentioned on here, it's not because we don't appreciate the wins and don't value the wins. We just can't mention everybody. But the three people we're going to highlight this week, we've got Alex, um, who's eight weeks into working with us. He came to us after some sort of a really complex and sort of long-lasting problems with his shoulder that had stopped him training consistently and pushing himself as he wanted to. He was actually meant to do high rocks, but unfortunately his partner dropped out. And uh, instead, he ended up doing a fitness competition, um, doing it thoughtlessly, fearlessly, with no repercussions off the back of it. So big well done to you, Alex. Um, you've come a long way in a very short space of time. Um, we've got Nicole. Her, Nicole is two weeks in um, post-ACL reconstruction working with G. Um, and range is coming on really nicely. And she's sort of already ahead of the game a, a little bit, really, which is really impressive. Um, and as we've spoke about a number of times, like your ability to start slow with an ACL and get to that three, four, five-week mark with a quiet knee just allows you to accelerate and compound off the back of that. Whereas if you're uh, rushing to, to get ahead, then you're always playing the chasing game once that knee's irritable and it's red and it's hot and it's just a bit angry. Um, last but not least, our very own Lydia. Um, Lydia actually fractured a metatarsal not so long ago. Um, and eight weeks ago, she was still struggling, scared to do calf raises. And she worked closely with Jack, um, the foot guy. He's a, our resident foot, foot expert. Um, and... Obviously, she completed high rocks, no issues off the back of it, um, and absolutely smashed it with a partner, Ben. So um, really proud of everyone, all the wins that everybody is ha are having, is having on a, a weekly basis. Um, and quick reminder, weekly wins posting in terms of percentages, 
weekly wins and work ons for the next week and client day on Saturday the 23rd of March. Otherwise, hope you're all fantastic. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and we will catch you next week. Have a great week.